Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading once again. Tech Guide. Well, without a doubt, the biggest tech story of the week. Tech Guide. It's a very competitive market, the smartphone market. Keeping you updated and educated. This is a device that combines a tablet, a laptop, and a sketch pad. This is the Tech Guide Podcast. This is the future. Wireless earphones. Tech Guide. What you see is what you get. Quality is obvious. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide, episode 250. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and always educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading for the 250th time. And you first-time listeners, we're glad you found us. We hope you stick around and enjoy the show. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the HTC U11 smartphone that reacts to the way you squeeze it. How you can do a Macca's run from your smartphone. And Sony introduces a 4K short throw projector. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Asus ZenWatch 3 smartwatch and a couple of very different printers, the Canon Pixma Endurance G4600 and the HP Sprocket uh, printer as well. And we're going to wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products, and also Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. A massive show for our 250th, so let's jump straight in. We've just returned from Taipei, where we attended the HTC U11 smartphone launch. That's where HTC's head office is. In fact, that's where the launch event was, in the lobby of the HTC building in Taipei. And it was uh, an event attended by journalists from around the world, and they were there to take a look at the new product, the U11 Smartphone. Now, this is the company's flagship phone. HTC have always made quality smartphones. Uh, in this case, they've continued that, that tradition. And what they've come up with is a, a device that's got a 5.5-inch screen. It's a quad HD screen, to be precise. It's also got terrific audio, a camera that's been judged by DxOMark to be the best in the world. But it's also got a new feature called Edge Sense. And this is a way for you to open apps, open your camera, take photos just by squeezing the phone. Now, the edge sensors are located uh, in the bottom third of the device. So how you grip the phone as you normally would, uh, a simple squeeze on that area of the phone, and that will open the camera. And once the camera's open, another squeeze, and that will take a photo. So the Edge Sense can be adapted to open up various apps, open up the camera, take photos, open Google Assistant, all these kinds of shortcuts. It offers a short squeeze and a long squeeze. Uh, so that, that gives, opens up a whole new way to interact with the phone. Now, just just it, uh, using it as a shortcut to take your photos, it is really convenient when you really think about it. it we, we do hold our phone, we do grip our phone when we take a picture, top and bottom of the screen and a simple squeeze rather than having to reach for the on-screen shutter button a simple squeeze it's kind of like taking a photo with a real camera with a with a dedicated camera where the shutter button was located on top 
a little squeeze gets the job done. Even better if you're a selfie, if you like taking your selfies, now you're holding the phone in your hand, screen to you towards you. So where you're holding the, the phone, squeezing it right where it is, rather than having to reach for the shutter button and then possibly ruin the framing of your photo, squeezing the phone and that, uh, that activates the shutter and takes your photo. Uh, I have on my story on Tech God, I did a short video uh, and shared it, uh, embedded it in the story. It's just a, a really easy way for you to see how this new Edge Sense works. HTC is going to offer an SDK, a software development kit for developers. And I think what they will also do is offer a way for users to to swap out various functions of certain apps and replace it with the edge sensor. Rather than a developer have to redo their app, it'll allow the customer, the user, to select what features and functions they want to swap out for the squeeze, the edge sense on the device. So I think uh, you're going to hear a lot more about this. The HTC phone is going to, is due in June sometime. They've already announced pricing too. Pretty aggressively, uh, HTC want to snare some customers away from Apple and Samsung and Huawei. They're going to sell this flagship device for just $999, which I think is a pretty good price point, pretty aggressive. We don't know the planned pricing just yet or the telco partners. We're expecting that in the next week or so. But $9.99 is pretty good price. Other features on the device, we did mention that camera. And it was, on the day of the launch, as a matter of fact, announced by DxOMark to have a score of 90. DxOMark previously rated the Google Pixel with a score of 89 as the world's best smartphone camera. But DxOMark, for some reason, hasn't, hasn't given a mark to this iPhone 7 Plus which also has a pretty good camera. I don't know whether uh, w- why that is, but the iPhone 7 just hasn't been given a score for some reason. The Google Pixel at 89 was, at that time, the highest scoring smartphone camera, but the HTC U11 has taken over the mantle as the best camera with a score of 90. And I have to say... The camera is pretty good. I've been using the device for about a week. Camera is excellent, as is the screen, Quad HD screen. It shoots video really well, 4K video, and that score from DxOMark is a a score for not only how it shoots pictures but also shoots video as well. A lot of us love to shoot video on the spot wherever we happen to be, and the HTC's camera, it's 12 megapixel, by the way. So it's 12 megapixel. It's an ultra-pixel camera. It's got super fast autofocus. The front-facing camera is actually higher resolution. It's 16 megapixel with a wide-angle lens, so you can fit a bit more in. And the the back, the rear camera, the main camera has been the one that's been judged as the best in the world. So when we do our full review, uh, we will let you know exactly what we think about it. But uh, other features to talk about is the audio quality. Audio, HTC have really led the way with audio quality on their phones. Boom sound has been a feature of their previous devices, but and this one continues that tradition. But there's another another feature on board as well, and that's the U-Sonic audio feature and the ability for you to adapt the, the sound quality to the way you hear music, the way you hear audio. We all hear audio differently. So the U Sonic feature lets that audio quality be optimized based on the way we hear sound. Now, to establish that, you pop in the earphones and connect it through the USB-C port on the device. 
it sends through this buzzing noise to, down down your down, through through the earphones so to to test uh, and to to map their our inner ear and it then comes up with a sound profile and it even lets you hear the difference between the previous sound quality and the optimized sound quality and the the difference is remarkable uh, I add on add to that the or the fact that it's also noise cancelling earphones as well. So the noise cancelling it uses the microphone on the earphones, and then all the processing for the active noise cancellation is done by the phone. So there's no need to be to, to worry that your, your active cancellate noise cancellation earphones need to be charged. As long as the phone's charged, that will do all the heavy lifting when it comes to the noise cancellation. So if you do love your audio, it is high res compatible. It is uh, going to be pretty impressive. I've been listening to it and it is terrific, the sound quality on the mobile device. And you, let's face it, the two things we do on our phones most often, take photos, listen to music. So HTC has uh, ticked both of those boxes for customers. While we are in Taipei, I should mention quickly the fact that I did a, a, actually tour the HTC factory where they make the U11. Uh, this was really interesting. It was fascinating to see behind the look behind the curtain, if you like, and see the U11 being constructed from a box of components all the way through to the finished product. So it started with the components being soldered onto the different printed circuit boards, then the different modules tested, GPS, camera, radios all put in there, and everything put together then moves along the line where uh, the factory workers then insert various other components and parts, uh, glue the, device, the the front panel and the back panel together. It is water-resistant, I should add, to IP67. That is tested along the way. It's also tumble-tested to make sure there's no loose components uh, in there as well. And moves along the line, and the screen is calibrated, the camera is calibrated, until finally it's wrapped up in plastic. And I thought a machine wrapped the phones up in plastic. You know, when you get a brand new phone out, it's wrapped tightly in plastic. A human being does that on the HCC line. And uh, we, I watched her do about four or five in a, in a couple of minutes, and then finally place the finished product in the box. Uh, complete with charger, charging cable, earphones, uh, a case as well. There's a clear case that comes with it. And then at the end of the line, the box is weighed just to make sure that every box is the same, nothing extra, nothing left out. And that, that uh, that's the end of the line. It's, it goes from, uh, I saw it go all the way from the right at the very beginning to the finished product as it was placed in the box. It was absolutely brilliant. A highly automated plant. The, the Most of it, I think about 80% of the process is automated. But there was a surprising number of human contact with the device as well. A lot of uh, quality control. Uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of things need to be tested before it was placed in the box. Really fascinating. And if you want to read more about the HTC U11 smartphone, it's many features. We've also done a hands-on with the device. You can also read our factory tour story as well as our, uh, us visiting the research labs as well. They have the lab to test the uh, sound quality and camera quality. You can find all of those wonderful stories at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Well, who doesn't like a Macca's run? It's a, it's one of those things where occasionally you don't mind a little bit of a feed, a burger, some fries, a thick shake, whatever takes your fancy. Uh, McDonald's is a, quite a big name in the fast food business. 
and what they've done is actually taken their their concept, the restaurant, to a whole new platform to your smartphone with the release of the new My Maccas app. Now, what this basically allows you to do is to pre-order and pay for your meal uh, before you collect it. So rather than you having to go to the, to the restaurant, wait in line, wait for it to be cooked, wait to pay, you can get all that out the way using the My Maccas app. So you, you start off by simply choosing the, your favorite McDonald's, and it, it works at any McDonald's in Australia right now. So if you, you can enter your postcode and find the nearest McDonald's, you may have a favorite. You can also nominate that as your pickup store. No deliveries yet, so you do need to actually go to the store to get your food, but at least you can order it pay for it and not wait in a line using the app. So it does save you a bit of time. You can time it so that you just walk in and your food is ready to collect. It's also going to soon be uh, be set up so you can collect your food through the drive-through as well. So that's another another little feature that's going to come online in the next couple of weeks. You can also uh, find... Uh, you can you can nominate your favorite menu items, so they're there. You can create a shortcut if there's certain meals you like, certain food you like. It's there waiting in the app, so you need you need to register. You enter your your email address and a password so that you can log in. It knows who you are, and you can then set up your favorite menu items, all your favorites uh, for you to order on the smartphone and then collect in the restaurant. So if you're maybe on a job site or you might be, you've got a whole car full of kids, you want to order some food or however you want to do it, you can order everything through the app first and then simply go pick it up. So less hassle, saves you time uh, and you get your you get your Maccas at the end of the line using the My Maccas smartphone app. It's a free app available for iPhone and iOS and they tell me that if you look hard enough, in the app for a limited time. So once, if for those early birds who are downloading the app, if you take a look at the menus closely, there's some hidden value offers in the menu. So start hunting. You may get some free fries. I don't know. I haven't found them myself. But you check it out. Free on iOS, free on Android, the My Maccas app. And if you want to read more about that and have a look at the app itself, uh, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. I'm a big fan of projectors. I have a 4K Sony projector in my home theater here in my house, and uh, uh, Sony have come up with another projector, a 4K projector, but this time out it's a short throw projector. That doesn't mean that if you throw it, it doesn't go very far. What a short throw projector means is that it doesn't need to be too far away from the wall. The throw distance, as they mention it, is the distance from the wall or from the screen, I should say, that the projector needs to be to achieve a certain screen size. And how it works with a regular projector is that the further away you go, the bigger the image. So if you want a 150-inch screen, you probably need to be, with a regular projector, you need to be back about three, four to five metres to achieve that that normal, that throw distance. Well, the new Sony 4K Ultra Short Throw Projector, the model number is the VPL VZ1000ES. This The major difference with this, this projector, it's called Short Throw for a reason, is that it can actually project... An, uh, an image uh, to the size of a 100-inch projected image 
from a distance of just six inches from the wall. Now, this is a game changer because traditionally projectors have to be behind you in a theatre. So if you wake, if you walk up uh, and your top of your head might get be the shadow of you walking past the projector, maybe on the screen. Well, in this case, the projector could be virtually up against the wall on an entertainment unit and projecting, beaming this 100-inch picture right there on the wall. So you're sitting behind the projector. So no annoying shadows on the screen, uh, less distance for light to 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 to, to lessen the, the brightness and intensity of the picture. So it's a pretty good deal there where you can set this up six inches from the wall and get a 100-inch image. So you can, if you did have like a, a an entertainment unit at the front of the room, this can be positioned on there, and then the, it beams up to the 100-inch the screen. And in 4K quality, no less. So really handy if you're living in a, in a house that you can set this up in a lounge room, a bedroom, a home theater, whatever the layout of your home, the design of your home, size isn't an issue because to set up a dedicated home theater, you need to have a spare room that's big enough to house a theater. And not everyone has that. So the ability to have a product like this uh, is handy way to turn a regular room into a theater to enjoy that big screen experience. An example of how it could be used is maybe you install a motorized screen to drop down and cover a window. Uh, so then when, you, when you've watched the movie, up goes the, uh, the, the screen, windows back open again, and the projector just sits, sits uh, on its own close to the wall. Uh, it's 92.5 centimetres wide, so it's quite a sizable unit, still smaller than a television, 49 centimetres long, 21.9 centimetres high. So uh, it's uh, decent proportions, not huge, huge, as big as a TV, but uh, noticeable if it's sitting on the top of your entertainment unit. It generates 250, 2,500, I should say, lumens of colour light output and has advanced SXRD panels and also has HDR capability as well. So pictures look fantastic. You can achieve peak brightness a lot faster too. When you turn normal projectors on, they take a while to warm up. This new Sony short throw projector springs to life straight away and you're at peak brightness a lot faster than a conventional projector. And uh, that way you can also maintain brightness and color accuracy for over a longer period. So you're going to get a longer lamp life as well. The 4K short throw projector from Sony. Now here's the downside. It's not cheap. The Sony VPL VZ1000ES ultra short throw projector is... And I hope you're sitting down thirty thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. That's a dollar's change from thirty one k. But uh, as as with all products, you'll find that this will probably get cheaper over in the next year, in the coming years. So uh, if you've got the spare change and you like to have a home cinema in your place using a short throw projector, then this is a, a perfect device for you. If you want to read more about this story and see the images of the Sony short throw projector, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that helps keep you and your family safe online. There's lots of valuable stuff stored on your computer. You think about it, family photos, videos, tax and work documents. Well, what would you do if all of a sudden it was gone? 
encrypted and impossible to retrieve. Well, that's called ransomware. That's malware that locks you out of your own files, then demands that you pay up or lose access to them forever. That is on the rise in Australia. In fact, Australia is now the the most targeted country for ransomware attacks in the Southern Hemisphere. Norton Security Premium is a powerful internet security solution that can help keep you safe from ransomware, including the recent WannaCry ransomware attack. This, it does this by blocking dangerous files, warning you against dodgy links before you click, and backing up your files from your PC to the cloud so you'll have a copy if anything goes awry. To learn more about how to protect your online life, visit au.norton.com. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. All right, kicking off our reviews for this week is a smartwatch. It's the Asus ZenWatch 3. Now, this has been out a few months, but I've only been able to get my hands on it recently. And I have to say, it's a pretty smart watch. Not only smart as in tech, but also smart looking as well. And one of the one of the things that this this watch achieves is the fact that it actually looks like a watch. There are a lot of smart watches out there that are big and bulky and don't actually look much like a watch. That's changing now, especially for devices like this one that have circular screens. So this has got a 1.39-inch AMOLED screen. It's only 9.95 centimetres thick, so less than a centimetre. It's got uh, 287 PPI on the screen, so a really sharp screen. And it also has Corning Gorilla Glass for added strength on top there. So uh, in terms of the design, it's got uh, it's, it's made from jewellery-grade stainless steel. It's also got a diamond-cut bezel, so it does look quality. It looks like a watch, a design, well-designed designed watch right out of the box three buttons along the right edge so that uh, they look like the digital crowns of, of a regular watch uh, the the top the top one is programmable for your favorite apps and functions larger middle button uh, lets you control a range of functions and the different modes of the watch and uh, the, the top button is actually customizable. The bottom button is uh, a shortcut to the eco mode. So if you're running low on battery, you can pop it into eco mode and it will run hours and hours longer because it's not using as much juice. Design-wise, really smart. One thing I didn't like about it was the fact that the lugs, which are the, the little the parts of the watch that hold the watch band, are fixed. They're quite big and they're fixed at an angle. So it, it does. It did make it a little bit tight on our wrist because there was wasn't much give in the lugs, and by that I mean it, this is a watch that even when the the strap the, the the leather strap is undone, you can't lay it flat on a de- on a surface. Uh, because of those lugs are fixed at an angle, it did make it sometimes a little bit uncomfortable to wear. And those lugs as well don't take regular smart regular watch bands at the twenty two millimeter bands. They only take the bands that Azus supply. That's a bit of a downside, I think. If it was like many of the other smartwatches that you can actually adapt using regular watch bands, it does make it easier to, to chop and change it and change the look of it using watch bands that are already out there rather than having to rely on, on Azus to come up with some new bands. The band itself is leather with Italian stitching. looks quite nice. 
but you can't really go out and shop for a new band to match an outfit or match to, to create a different look. You've only got to buy the bands that Azus supplies, which I think limits a little bit, limits the appeal of it slightly as well. It's running Android Wear on board as well, so you compare it to an Android phone as well as an iPhone. iPhone can now run Android Wear, so that's an interesting development right there. If you do happen to have an iPhone, you can still run the Azus Zen Watch 3. You can pair it to it quite easily. Included with the Android Wear is the Google Smart Assistant. So you can not only get all your notifications, you can talk to the watch, you can also get your reminders, weather updates, calendar appointments, know when you're getting a phone call. All of those usual features are right there. Uh, one thing that you will not find with the Zen Watch is, a, is GPS. Built-in GPS is not there. You will also not find a heart rate monitor. So uh, if you're thinking of using this as primarily as an exercise device, you can still do that, but just you won't have the heart rate monitor, uh, there, that data there for you. It does have an IP67 rating, so you can wear it for a swim, wear it in the shower, uh, wear it in the rain. It's all good, and, and as, as a result, you can also wear it in the gym, and it can handle all your training sessions and all of that. Uh, it doesn't have NFC either. So uh, that it can't be used for, for example, to make payments with uh, Android Pay or any other type of type of payment. So uh, there are some things that have been left out of this phone that could have been included that are included with some other devices. It is powered by the Qualcomm Snapdragon Wear 2100 processor. Now, this processor gives you 25% higher power efficiency than the previous Snapdragon processor, so that helps the battery run a bit longer. Our use of it, our review, we had we, we had to charge it every 24 hours. So every night before we went to bed, charge it up, and then it will work. It'll go through a solid day, a solid day, uh, completely all the way to the evening. Uh, and and if you if you are short of a charge, just 15 minutes of charge can get the battery back up to 60 percent, which is pretty impressive. The Zeus Zen Watch Three. It's priced at $449. Uh, it does look stylish. It doesn't look like a smartwatch. It looks like a designer watch that happens to be smart. If you want to check that story out, you can do so. Techguide.com.au Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Our next two reviews are actually printers, but they're vastly different printers. The first one that we're going to kick off with is the Canon Pixma Endurance G4600. Now, Canon know a thing or two about making printers, do they not? Uh, they make they do a great job with their printers, but this device, this Pixma, is a printer with a difference. The G4600 is called the Endurance printer for a reason. This actually has inkwells built in. So do you know when you normally buy a printer, you've got your color card, your cartridges are in there. Cartridge actually includes the print head. Did you know that? Whenever you're, whenever you're replacing a cartridge on a printer, a regular printer, the ink cartridge and all the ink supply, it, part of that cartridge is the ink head. So the part of the, the, that puts the, sprays the ink on the paper, that is in the cartridge. So whenever you need a new cartridge, what do you have to do? You've got to replace the ink head each time. I've compared it to changing your car's engine every time you needed an oil change. Now, that's a bit costly, and cartridges cost a lot of money, especially for those people. You see printers at JB Hi-Fi and Harvey's and all these stores. They're 40 bucks, 29 bucks. They're thinking, wow, what a bargain. You get it home. You run out of ink in two days, 
and then you've got to go back to, to the store and buy a whole supply of four different ink cartridges, and it's going to cost $80, through, nearly three times as much as the printer. It's cheaper to throw the printer out and buy a new one. At least you get ink with it. But the ink you get with a printer is not completely the same volume of ink you'd get with a, a, a cartridge replacement. So they, they do want you to buy supplies straight away. But with the new Pixma Endurance, you don't have ink cartridges. You have ink wells and ink bottles. So there's a black well and there's a cyan, magenta and yellow well that you fill with the bottles that come with the printer. The only heads that you put in there are two print heads that are in there for good. So it brings the ink from the ink wells rather than from the cartridge connected to the print head. So you're not changing your print heads at all. All you need to do is buy a new bottle of the particular color of ink that you've run out of uh, each time you need to, you run out of ink. And with so much ink in the ink wells, a really economical use of ink, you're talking months, if not more than a year, before you need to go to change your ink. So you're never going to buy a cartridge ever again. All you need to do is to fill up your ink wells with new bottles of ink. Really easy. Rip off the top of the bottle, pop the nozzle in there, the funnel, and it goes in the ink well, seal it up, and you've got ink again. So it does. It smart, smartly replaces the ink supply rather than the ink cartridge and printer head at the same time. So... Out of the box with the included ink, you can print, it's enough ink to print up to 7,000 color pages and 6,000 black and white pages on A4 paper. That's a lot of printing. That's going to last more than a year. If you're in an environment, home or office, where you're doing a lot of printing, like if you, you may have some, your kids are at school, they've got to print out assignments and you might have to print stuff out. This is going to get a good workout, but you're not going up to the shops to buy new ink cartridges there once a month. This is going to last you a long time. It's a multi-function printer, so it can print, copy, and scan. Uh, if you've got a connected computer, it's got Wi-Fi, of course. It's also got cloud printing as well. So Pixma Cloud Link lets you remotely print from online services and, and social media apps like Instagram, Google Drive, Facebook, and Dropbox. Uh, it, it is uh, not too big. It's 44.5 centimetres wide, 33 centimetres long, 90.7 centimetres tall. So fairly small footprint for what you get. So uh, that's pretty handy. You also have uh, the ability to uh, copy and scan. As I mentioned, it's also got a document a feeder as well. So you can, if you're copying and scanning, you can feed the documents through pretty quickly. Two-line LCD, so you can access all the features, handle any, uh, if you need to do any maintenance or any kind of things you need to do, it's all accessible through that two-line LCD. And uh, the printer has a hybrid system of, of pigment and dye ink. So the quality of your printing is remarkable. Uh, text really crisp, really bright and dark. Uh, the text is dark. Pictures can be bright. And the, the, if you're printing out up to A4 size, you can print borderless prints. Uh, you can knock out a 6x4 photo in 60 seconds. Maximum resolution is 4800 by 1200 DPI. That's dots per inch. The auto document feeder scans and copies scanning resolution is 600 by 1200 DPI. And it's also a handy way to get your pictures off your phone as well. So uh, you can wirelessly send your pictures off your mobile device, your smartphone or your tablet to the Canon also. Now the Canon G4600 
Pixma Endurance is priced at $559. Not the cheapest printer on the market, but I can attest to the quality of the printer. Really well made, prints really well. But that price, you think about how how the money you're going to save not buying ink cartridges once a month. An ink cartridge run can cost, I remember with my older printer, was $120 to replace all the ink. And I did that about four or five times a year. That's the money back for the printer right there. Five fifty nine. You're not going to buy a cartridge ever again. And the next ink bottle you buy is probably going to be in twelve to eighteen months' time. So you are going to save money uh, by spending a little bit uh, to have this technology on board. That inkwell, the endurance printer, is a winner. The Canon Pixma Endurance G forty six hundred. You can check it out at techguide.com.au. Now on to a printer of a different kind, and we are talking now about the HP Sprocket. This is a small pocket-sized printer. I've described it as being slightly larger than a deck of cards, and it is a Bluetooth device that can link wirelessly to your phone or tablet. Now, that's a really handy thing to do because we take a lot of photos with our phones, but very rarely do we actually get the phone, the photos off the phone. They stay there. Well, a device like this makes it easy and fun to print those photos. The Sprocket has a, a comes with a packet of 10 photos in there inside, so actual uh, sheets of paper, so the, the, the photo sheets, uh, and it is heat sensitive. It uses a zinc printing system, that's Z-I-N-K, that's short for zero ink. So it doesn't use ink, it uses heat transfer to print out your photograph. So what you do is download the HP Sprockets app and then you pair the device to your smartphone or tablet and it allows you then to access your camera roll. You can sign into your Instagram account, Facebook, Google Photos, all there for you through the app to choose and print your images. But not just that, you can add frames, you can add patterns, you can add text, you can add filters, you can have a lot of fun with your photos, you can add emojis, borders, whatever you like. The, the printout is a two by three inch print and the print itself is actually a sticker. So if you pee off the back of the photo, you can stick it somewhere. You can, it's a sticker. So you can put it on your, your books, your phone, wherever you want. And you can now see the photos that are sitting on your phone. You can make a copy of them, print them out using the HP Sprocket. Really easy. Once you hit the print button, it takes about 30 seconds for the photo to appear. Uh, The photo quality obviously is not as good as a dedicated photo printer. But fun, but a good enough quality to be to have to create a nice little keepsake. And as I mentioned, you can access your Facebook images, Instagram, Google Photos, as well as your camera roll, and have a bit of fun with them. Add your add your filters, add your text, and away you go. You can uh, buy additional uh, photo paper as well for twenty dollars. Uh, that's for twenty sheets of paper. The sprocket itself is available in two colours. You can get it in black or white, and it's priced at one hundred and ninety nine dollars. It's got a rechargeable battery on board, so once it's charged, the battery is going to last you a little while. So you don't have to carry cables or anything like that. If you want to print anything out on the go, simply turn it on, pair it to your device, hit print and it's in your hand within 30 seconds. The HP Sprocket, 
199 bucks. If you want to read our complete review, you can check it out, techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, you already know Arlo by Netgear, the worldwide leader in smart home security and creator of the world's first 100% wire-free, weatherproof HD security camera. Well, now you can get to know the new Arlo Pro with even more features, including two-way audio that allows you to talk to your kids, your pets, or whoever's at the front door right from your smartphone. Arlo Pro has a quick charge, rechargeable battery, night vision, and live on-demand streaming. And yes, it's still 100% wire-free and weatherproof, so you can easily monitor your entire property inside and out. Arlo Pro takes just a few minutes to set up so you can check in on your home or business from anywhere using the free Arlo app on your phone, tablet or computer. Know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recording for seven days. Visit arlo.com forward slash au for more info. Arlo and the new Arlo Pro by Netgear has every angle covered. Tech Answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk this week, we're going to talk about Wi-Fi calling. Now, this is the ability for Optus and Telstra customers who may live in in uh, areas where reception is, is not, not that strong, is pretty weak, but they are able, if they have the right device, to use their home Wi-Fi connection to complete the call. So if you've got strong Wi-Fi connection, yet weak uh, phone reception, you can still make your call really easily. Now, if you're an Optus customer and a Telstra customer, it does it only works for post-paid customers. So if you're a prepaid customer, you're out of luck. You need to be a post-paid customer for this service to work. You also need to have a compatible device. Optus support the iPhone 7, iPhone 7 Plus, as well as the Galaxy S7 and S8, that they are compatible with wireless calling. If you are a Telstra customer, you can use, you also need to be a a post-paid customer. You don't need to have Telstra broadband, you just need to have Wi-Fi at home. doesn't matter who supplies the Wi-Fi, you can connect through that Wi-Fi service. Telstra, if you've got an iPhone 6 and above, and and a Samsung Galaxy S6 and above, these are compatible devices to use on their network, on the Telstra network, for Wi-Fi calling. So I have had a couple of uh, emails from readers saying, look, I live in in the country and phone reception is terrible, but I do want to be able to use the Wi-Fi calling feature so I can still make my calls uh, anywhere, uh, whenever I like. So wireless Wi-Fi calling, uh, we've written about it on Tech Guide, is available for Optus and Telstra post-paid customers, and you also need to have a compatible device to do it as well. You want to read more about that? We have written about it in the past at techguide.com.au. 
And that is the full-time siren for our show this week, our 250th show. Thank you for all your support over all of those 250 episodes. You can read about everything that we've spoken about on the show at our website, techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from our readers and listeners. Info at techguide.com.au. We could be reading out your question on the help desk. A special thanks, too, to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton, the company that helps keep you and your family safe online. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. 